This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Bustin' Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host, Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. And as Toby referenced earlier in the pod, Rich Aroli was on Grant and Danny in D.C. Uh, the show I do with Danny Ruye every day uh, on our Beltway Blitz, and we asked her uh, about some of the goings-on in the front office. And to talk about the Nationals, our pal Britt Giroli of The Athletic covers baseball as well as the Nationals. Britt, I, I don't really know what to ask here other than something's going on. I don't know what it is. I can't quite explain it. But what we thought was about to happen, Mike Rizzo signing an extension, hasn't happened as yet. And now a bunch of his top lieutenants that he's been very loyal to aren't working for the organization anymore. What do we make of all of it? Yeah, guys, there's a lot going on behind the scenes. And, you know, I've got a story up on The Athletic that's going to detail a little bit more about this. But um, really what you're dealing with now is an ownership group that in the Lerner family wants to sell. But they also want to cut costs right now because they feel like they're bleeding money. And a president in Mike Rizzo, who is unsigned, you know, I've heard there are certain hangups. You know, one of them is the length of the contract. There are some disagreements over that. So while it still remains that that's probably going to get done, in the meantime, we have a scouting department that's been decimated. I mean, as I reported yesterday, a half dozen is what we thought the initial number was. I'm told it's closer to 15 people that are out. Many of these people hired just two years ago by the Nationals because they were going to pump up their scouting and player development. So it's, it's really unfortunate. This is an organization in a state of flux. And now you have people who, as you said, were very loyal or had done really good things in the organization who were informed, hey, you're not coming back. And I don't know if they're going to hire or fill those slots if the whole point is to make budget cuts. So that was my question. Yesterday when I saw this, I thought they were firing people, for lack of a better term, to try to do better in those areas. Are you saying they might just be cutting costs and downsizing departments? That's what I'm hearing. That's what I've heard ever since I reported this last night. So I don't think this is the case of, hey, these 15 people weren't doing the job, especially when we're talking about, like I said, the special assistants, the scouts, the pro scouts, who, what, helped them in the last two years, trade Juan Soto and Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, those deals have helped accelerate the rebuild. These people have done a good job if you're looking at it through that lens. We can criticize the player development and the draft and other things all we want. But to me, the thing that they've done well is they've traded. And you make these trades by having pro scouts on the ground looking at other organizations. So I don't think, from what I've heard, 
that this is a case of these people weren't doing the job. It's a case of ownership is trying to save money and we're cutting costs. Yikes. That is never a good sign. Uh, so but let's go to the hangups in Mike Rizzo's deal. I mean, he expressed some confidence. I, I don't know what else he was going to say, but he was on with the junks this morning or a couple of days ago um, on our station saying that he wants to get the deal done. This is where he's been for 17 years, et cetera. So there still seems to be some goodwill there. But but what are some of the sticking points that you're hearing about? Yeah, it is believed that he wants a deal that's a contract length similar to Davey Martinez, which is the two plus one, right, the option year. Um, I've heard that that's not necessarily been something that's been on the table. And I think, you know, Rizzo has pushed back on that and kind of wants to mirror that exact contract length. Um, I think there are changes in personnel that, as we saw, have kind of won out, you know, in some of these firings. I don't think Mike Rizzo, who's a scout at heart, enjoys getting rid of his top aides and people that he brought on just two years ago and say, hey, let's rebuild this, right? So there are some hangups involved, and this has taken a lot longer than people anticipated because, guys, originally ownership wanted to very quickly get a deal with Davey going. He was always going to be first, as I've written, and then Rizzo, and then announce them together in a press conference. Well, clearly they thought that Rizzo was going to get done quicker because there was no way that Davey was going to be done weeks ago and they were going to be able to keep it under wraps in time for Rizzo. So there has been a lot of dissension, a lot of disagreements about where this is going moving forward. And people have asked me, well, does this mean the learners are staying because they're so involved in this? And no, they're not. They want to keep these two men in place and pass it off to the next owner. And I think they're a little worried salary-wise about having Mike Rizzo for a longer stay and passing that off to the next owner. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I need them to worry less about that and worry more about selling. How do I, how do I make that happen? Who do we talk to, Brett? <laughs> Guys, I think you you got to go straight to the top. I think I think you should just call Mark Lerner, get him on the hotline, live, see what's going on. I'm a stick aside, I mean, they need to sell them. Right. From what I've gathered over the the last year or so, Mark is actually still really into it and wants to own the team, from what I can tell. Like he was sitting knee to knee with Rizzo on draft night. Rizzo's handed him the phone to talk to Dylan Cruz. I don't know if anybody else in the family is all that uh, much into the team or or wants to be around. Having said that, I, I don't really care about the specifics if they're not going to do the requisite amount of things necessary to allow this team to win and to spend then it's not going to work. Like, what is the steps that need to happen for them to sell? Well, I think, first off, they need to get the price that they have deemed as appropriate. And second, probably most important of all, is that the Masson deal needs to continue to get resolved, right? We saw those four years get get resolved. I think once that's kind of locked up, as has been widely reported, Ted Leonsis seems to be the guy. He's not going to buy a team when he owns a TV network. 
and not have the team that he now owns be on that network. So if they can reach an agreement there, then I think this would move rather quickly. The Lerner family, from what I understand, is basically writing personal checks to keep this thing afloat. They are not bringing in a ton of revenue. There's a lot of people who are not doing a great job on that side of things, and this really just needs to change hands sooner rather than later. Yeah, again, I just it's it's troubling to hear all of that, and I, I, I guess I, I share the frustration, I'm sure, of a lot of Nats fans and, and Grant as well. Is there a way that the learners could turn this around themselves? In, in other words, if they don't get the price they want, we're stuck. They're stuck. We're stuck. We're all kind of stuck in this thing. Is there a reengagement possibility where they don't just go cheap and bare bones with all the momentum that's been built here over the last handful of months? I think that would be the worst case scenario, right? I think the best case is that they, they do sell. And right. there's certainly a possibility they hang on to this team. They hung on to this team much longer than they anticipated when the news first leaked out that they were going to try to sell. So, yeah, that's always on the table. But it's my understanding that, like I said, they are losing a lot of money. And, you know, they're smart people. They're wealthy people. How much longer are they going to stay? hey, let's keep losing money here? I think at some point in time, even if they don't get the exact price they want, they may say, all right, we got to cut ties here. It's still smarter in the long run, even if we're not getting the exact sale price we wanted, than to keep it for another year and keep leaking money. Britt, thank you. Thanks, guys. All right, final thoughts, busting loose baseball. Toby, we are looking ahead now. The Los Angeles Dodgers are in town to take on the Nats. Yeah, excited to see Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman in town. Hopefully they don't give the Nationals too much trouble. But Mackenzie Gore back out on the mound after coming off the bereavement list. So hopefully all's well with him and his family. Excited to see how he pitches. And, you know, again, it's just down the stretch here, seeing how these guys do. Don't let some of the -the off-the-field stuff take away from the excitement we have for watching Mackenzie Gore and C.J. Abrams and all these guys because they're going to be the future of this franchise, whether it's with the learners as owners, someone new as owners, Rizzo is GM, whatever the case may be. Don't let it take away from the excitement of these young guys. To be determined on Betts' status, obviously, for the series. Uh, but good news, bad news, I guess. Good news is maybe the Nats don't have to deal with him. Bad news is he's in the running with Ronald Acuna for NL MVP with his teammate Freddie Freeman. Left the game tonight, fouled a ball off of his foot, and was seen on crutches uh, after the game. He's going to need MRIs, x-rays to figure out exactly what's going on. So we don't have enough info to expound upon that right now on Bustin' Loose Baseball. Enjoy the weekend series. We'll be back at it early next week. For producer Darius and Toby, I'm Grant saying so long. Remember to spread the word, and please tell your friends who are Nats fans to check us out two pods a week, every single week on Bustin' Loose Baseball. Until next time, enjoy your Nats experience.